Hello and welcome to Foundation Nation. I'm your host, Matthew Cote. Along with Daniel, we're both high school educated, masters of nothing, and gifted with a knowledge of, well, a lot. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about some interesting recent goings-ons in our beautiful state, and maybe even a few things going on in this amazing round thing we call home. How are everyone out there today? Very good. Yeah, I think everybody's doing really well. The, um, the 4th of July is just around the corner, and I'm super excited about that. And the weather is getting, what would you say about the weather? Weather is absolutely fantastic. Right? It is not too hot, not too cold. Yep. A little bit of wind. It's just perfect. And, oh, and the big thing, no smoke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Canada is uh, making it uh, very unbearable for yeah. East Coast. Yeah. So. I say we start a company making giant fans, like four miles by four miles circle, and just put them right on the border and blow it there towards them. <laughs> I would pay a dollar to see that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what are you doing over there? Oh, we're, we're making fans the size of a mountain. Blowing smoke? Yeah, blowing smoke. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it's simple, but it might happen someday. Giant fans blowing everybody's shit the other direction. So, what have you been, what have you been reading about? Uh, mostly it's... Uh, some uh, many people are freaking out about uh, <clears throat> the situation with drugs in uh, oh yeah in, in America, and uh, <clears throat> I mean yes of course uh, fentanyl is uh, number one thing, uh-huh. uh, but there is another uh, there is another one uh, that is a local drug uh, met- um, methamphetamine. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think everybody calls it meth. Uh, yeah, j- sure. just just a meth. Uh, so this uh, this one is also cheap. And uh, recently, New Zealand actually surprised everyone by uh, seizing a giant shipment of uh, meth uh, from Canada. Holy sh! Coming from Canada to New Zealand. To New Zealand, yes. Whoa! It was like uh, fifteen hundred pounds, Whoa. and uh, <clears throat> the funny thing is, they disguised it as a maple syrup. Maple syrup. <laughs> yeah. They, maple for your pancakes. Yep. So what the hell? That is going to be one spicy pancake. <laughs> What's wrong with my kids? <laughs> yep. Holy shit. Dad, bring some more. That could go real wrong. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Meth, meth, meth maple syrup. Yep. 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 But if, well, you know, you know what that makes me think of? If they're doing it in maple syrup, I mean, who knows what else it's coming around in? Well, uh, one of the reasons why they were able to uh, <clears throat> see it because... Uh, the uh, these uh, these organizations uh, they started to implement this type of uh, stuff long time ago and one of them was uh, again meth was uh, disguised as a uh, oil oh is like car oil uh, no like cooking oil oh cooking oil okay like uh, cooking oil also from Canada <laughs> 
Jeez, Canada. <laughs> yep. Why don't they just send us? Oh, oh, you know what? I didn't even think about it. They probably produce a lot of maple syrup for real, though. Oh yeah, they are responsible for like uh, I do not know seventy five percent of it. So of that worldwide. makes that makes sense that the bandits, the drug drug, you know, uh, builders would do maple syrup. Yeah, because you can, you can you can bring it anywhere. Like oh yeah, it's yeah. maple syrup, man. Maple syrup from Canada. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's smart. That's smart. Hmm. But it's in liquid form, so they must only be able to transport it in liquid form, huh? Uh, well. Uh, the thing is, they are trying everything they can to uh, just make it untraceable, and then they extract it back. Oh, okay. So then they boil it down or do yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, do whatever whatever their chemist wants to do. Right. Uh, however, our, <clears throat> our border is uh, uh, working, so that's yeah. a good thing. Well, I think the moral of the story, kids, is don't do drugs oh absolutely absolutely drugs are uh, this society's uh, biggest disaster I, you know I don't think you need really really need drugs anymore you could just get one of those you know VR headsets and just go lose your mind in a game well they're pretty intense VR headset still requires you to get that VR headset uh, however uh, meth or fentanyl uh, they're like dollar, two dollars, whatever. Yeah, and you're already high. Okay, U.S. federal government. I have a new law that I want you to implement. Anybody that brings all their drugs and needles and shit into you, you get them a free VR set and a lifetime subscription to online games. Free. Uh, guns too, if they're illegal. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Have you seen how crazy our kids are about video games? They're so goddamn addicted to their phones and video games, it would probably work. <laughs> yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. It probably would work. So, my favorite airline in the whole wide world, Alaska Airlines, they're doing some stuff. So, they started um, making luggage faster at SeaTac Airport. Um in the lobby. I've actually, I already did it and I didn't know what was going on, but they have a super quick way to eliminate the check-in kiosks around the country. And they're starting it at SeaTac airport. And I don't really know how to explain it other than, um, what, well, what I saw there, and I'm not sure if this is actually it. Cause I read this article after I've had already gone there. So I didn't like totally memorize it. But when I went to the airport, you know the you know the little automated stations that are standing there. Mm-hmm. So th- it seems like there's four hundred percent more of those stations. But the stations are, and I was in line to use them. Every single person um, touched the screen four times. So that's all I observed, you know, like it was quick. Like they went up, they scanned nothing but their something on their phone. And then they touched the screen four times. It printed out the ticket. I'm sorry, the, you know, the, the luggage thingy. Mm-hmm. And then all we did was we went down to an area where a person was standing. And it was, you know how they have like those temporary ribbons to keep people and guide you? Mm-hmm. There, was a, there was a big square opening area. And then there was an entrance. And then there's uh, an Alaska Airlines uh employee standing there and you just give them the bag and they roll it into there and that's it 
Yep, uh, I did read about it. Uh, I mean, what they are saying. Oh, is and then the end of that story is from when I entered the doors and went in and everything, all in eight minutes. Nice, very nice. Eight minutes, yeah. So that that's all. That's all I wanted to say. Like my experience. Now I don't know if that's this, but eight minutes is pretty pretty damn fast. Yep, and uh, I mean when I read about it, uh, one of the uh, <clears throat> Alaska, uh, uh, one of the Alaska's directors said, uh, when it comes to dropping bags, if this is the only thing that you want to do, just drop a bag. Yeah. 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 So that's what they want to do. Just, uh, you come in, you print that label and just yeah. drop a bag. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I, t- Honestly, <laughs> who wants to sit there and talk to a representative about dropping your bag? Uh, no, the thing is, you are there in the line to just drop a bag. Oh, yeah. And okay. there, is, there is a person at a desk who is just continuously asking stupid questions. <laughs> and just, it never ends. Right. And right. you just wait there to just drop a bag. Come on. Uh, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So now they're eliminating it, and uh, kudos to uh, Alaska. Yeah, I think uh, Alaska is like I I can't be happier with like everything that they're doing. Yeah, in, and the mileage general. mileage yeah. problem uh, mileage program. Oh shit! I forgot to tell you. So, um, it, I was flying back from, uh, uh, where was it? Cincinnati to Seattle direct flight, and. When I left Seattle to go to Cincinnati, it was round trip. So Seattle, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, back to Seattle. When I was leaving Seattle, I checked my bag in, and because um, I was going to visit Lance at at you know at the um, Air Force Base, and so I checked my bag in and I checked his birthday gift in, which was like a backpack full of stuff. They lost my bag. I've never had my bag lost ever before in my life. Oh, they lost both of them. And so, and when I mean lost, they didn't like, it didn't make the plane. They didn't know where it was. Like lost, like actually it somehow got misplaced. They didn't have an idea where it was. So um, I filed, you know, I landed in Cincinnati, filed the claim, and I went about my business, you know, and I just bought some underwear and socks and a couple of t-shirts and made it work. And then, uh, but it sucked because Lance's birthday gifts were in there and he wasn't able to get them, right? So mm-hmm. it's okay. He wasn't upset about it or whatever, but what was interesting was how they just, the whole process of how they went about it. You know, they contacted me. They said, they're sorry. We're looking into it. You can count on us to find it. Every day I got an update. It took two days. On the third day, they said, we found it. Where do you want it? And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, anywhere in the United States, we'll have it there in two days. That was his exact words. They also sent a follow-up email and said that as well. So I made arrangements and I said, you know, we'll pick it up this way and that way and whatever. And they said, okay. And then, you know what they did? They credited me 8,000 miles on my account. And I was like, okay, whatever. I don't know what that is. 8,000 miles? That is a... That's a significant amount. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can actually uh, do a really good trip. Yeah. For maybe two people even, Mm -hmm. you know. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about it. I wasn't going to ask for anything other than I want my bags, you know? 
So I just assumed I was going to have to come pick them up at some airport, wherever. And, you know, it all worked out. But they were really super nice. The experience was great. Like, I never was upset or anything. So basically, if you lose your, if Alaska loses your stuff, you're going to come out in a positive position at the end. The only thing I learned about that is if you have any medication, keep it on you. Because if you're an old person or something and you got heart medication, holy, I was just kind of thinking about, I don't have any medication, but if I had like, you know, if I was taking antibiotics or something like that where you can't miss them, it's really important not to miss them or something, you know, I mean, that could be a huge mess that you can't fix. <clears throat> so. Yeah, about lost bags. Yeah. When I came to the U.S., first time, oh first time God. ever, they actually misplaced our bags and uh, we could not pick them up at the airport in Seattle. What? Really? Yep. It took them four days to bring them to us, but they brought them all the way to our house. Oh, that's not bad. Yep. Front yep. door, kind of right to the uh -huh. front door. Uh-huh. Wow. Run the bell. Here's, uh, here are your bags. Wow. Yep. That's a yep. lot of work. That's a lot of work wow. for two bags. Don't lose your bags. <laughs> but but they did bring it all the way to us. Wow, Instead that's of us cool. go, going somewhere. So That's cool. Yeah, I experienced it myself, and uh, airlines are usually pretty good about it. Yeah. Well, on, on, on the good note is, I guess it, this is another Alaska thing, but you know Alaska has, or I'm sorry, not Alaska, but we have another airport, in Payne Field in Everett. Yep. And nobody really uses this airport at all. It's growing probably. You know, I more people, more, you know. When I you know, it's a funny story with Painfield. This very airport, when I was a kid, I used to live right by there. And I would go and I would jump over the fence and I'd throw my bike over the fence and I'd go right up and down the airport runway. <laughs> And I would sneak around the whole place because it was a military stuff there too. And one time I, <clears throat> there was a big bay door open and there was a, some kind of military helicopter, fighter helicopter in there I remember seeing. And I was like, it looked like it to me at the time, looked like it had missiles all on it. Anyway, I thought it was really cool. But yeah, I used to play, play on the runway, you know, nobody was there back then. Well, it is kind of dangerous to play around military equipment. They uh, may actually yes. uh, catch you. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend doing it now. Yeah, everything sucks now. You get in trouble for itching your ass. <laughs> But the good news is uh, the Alaska Airlines is adding a flight to Hawaii from Painfield. I think that's great. I mean, direct flight to Hawaii, that's like really good that's going to move a lot of people out of this area you know and kind of keep SeaTac airport less people you know because it seems like it's consistently a lot of traffic now oh yeah i mean seattle seattle uh tacoma airport that thing is now packed actually. constantly yeah uh, i mean sometimes wait time to do a tsa check yeah is uh, a little crazy yeah very very crazy Well, thank you, Alaska Airlines, for making our lives that much more easier. I hope everybody appreciates that. That's pretty cool. I'm Matthew Cote. This is Foundation Nation along with... Benio. Have a good day. Thank you for joining the Foundation Nation, proudly sponsored by Pentech, the industry leader of floor coatings. 
You can find us anywhere you get podcasts. Please like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. And if you have any comments or suggestions on future topics, just let us know at foundationnation.com. So join us next time and thank you.